Yeah, I don't really do jokes, um, but I do do jokes for people who are laughing because I said doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, welcome to Making the Dough Show. I'm John Cohn. I'm Nate C. Murray. And uh, this is a pretty exciting day for us. Very. We uh, just finished out our first Kickstarter. Yes, yes. Pun Pong, a.k.a. We Bought a Sell Sheet, uh, <laughs> is officially funded at uh, a, a lovely, I don't know, 13,000% or so. Yeah, I haven't done the math since uh, we closed. Yeah, it doesn't um, show it right but we, now. Well, no, I, I've been putting it into a converter online because I can't do math like that in well, my Well, no, your, your Kickstarter page, the video typically shows the percentage. But oh. Oh, well, I've been uh, 800 divided by 4 would be 20,000. 20, so 000. we're 19,000 and one factor, about 19,000% funded. So uh, hugely successful. Congratulations, John. I think. So I think you we bought a, a pat shit. on the back. Oh, yeah. Yes, we are now patting <laughs> each other on the back. It's it's weird. Uh, no, so pun pong, I think you know, was something that uh, um, was not intended to be a huge money maker. It was intended to start building an audience. That's what Absolutely. we've always talked about, which is why we do this podcast as well. Um, and I think it was you know, can we see a project from start to finish? Absolutely, it's kind of just making sure that we work together well, yeah. that we understand that right. you know what our business model is, and, and trying to get uh, our names out there a little bit. And I, I would say we absolutely did that. We've yeah. accomplished what we had set out to do with this game. We did, and we learned some media placement rules that will come into effect for our next Kickstarter, which is going to be Council of Verona. Right, Council of Verona. Um, we've, we've already started working on some art for that. Um, mm-hmm. One of the coolest things, and really most exciting things for me with this uh, version of Council. Of Verona is I, I, as much as I like the game, I did not love the original art that much. Yeah, yeah. When I went back and looked at it uh, while I was hiring our new artist for interiors, who's uh, Hector, um, and for the cover, I'm still negotiating. But um, I looked at the interior, the cover of Council. I, I liked more on the second time I viewed it, but I still want to improve it. But the interiors were black and white, and and I just felt like let's really bring some pop. So we've got lovely full color illustrations. The designer Michael is going to be sharing those. Uh, you can you can follow him. He'll be tagging us now, and so um, now it's time to you know start sharing more fun yeah. stuff and build up. Absolutely, and of course we're also going to have our variant version of Council of Verona, the Council of Creepies. Yes, um, yeah, we're doing it's going to be the using creepy creepies art from my game, King of the Creepies, and it's also going to have a, a twist or two uh, yeah. to the mechanics, just to make sure that you know you're getting something that is unique and, and yeah. different. Yeah. Um, the the normal game of Council of Verona will be a reprint. It'll be the same rules, the same with game, the expansion, you know, with the expansion, poison the poison expansion. expansion, um, but new art. So that's yeah. um, that's what you can look forward to in the near future. Uh, and we've actually got a special guest yeah, so, with us today. So John and I had a discussion about like the, the goals of this company. And really, you know, I talk about it a lot. I say it often. I have an exit strategy of mm-hmm. a certain. There's a, there's a dollar price that gets Nate Murray off this microphone. Uh, and that's what I'm working towards. You're working towards legacy and, and being the king. Again, we, we go rich versus king. But one thing I think we both realized was... Let's work with people we like. Yeah. Like, why? Why? Ch- I don't want to chase a, a hot designer because they're a hot designer, but they're difficult to work with. I want to just, if it's a partner of ours, I want them to feel like a partner. I want them to be and just someone I like. So we identified a designer who came to us through the Hustler of All. Wait, uh, he'll have to say who he came to us through because now I can't remember. If it's, <laughs> I think it's actually Sen. It might have been Joe, but I think it's Sen. So, um, and we'll let him say what happened to him this week as well, but it's Eric Slauson. And if I got his name wrong, then he can correct me off the bat, uh, but up and coming designer and super excited to hopefully find a way to work together with him. Yeah. So, uh, how you doing, Eric? 
Uh, great. Hey, how are you guys? Good, good. Good. So, uh, two questions. Did I get the last name pronunciation right? Nailed it. Absolutely Boom. nailed it. Killed it. And then, was it Sen or Daryl who put you in touch with me? It was Daryl, the... the... I don't. I, you said. The, I think you were going to say the hustler of all hustlers, but that's a good. We could have a whole debate over which of the two of them is the bigger hustler. I think Ooh. that's a tough one. Huh. I don't know, man. That's funny. They. they I would say different styles. Yeah. Uh, I. I think Daryl. Um, Daryl has a, a, a different way of hustling than Sen. But yeah, you're right. I mean, Sen doesn't sleep. He's he's nonstop. Um, but I feel like I feel like when when you're having a meeting with Daryl, you walk away knowing that you're going to buy something, mm-hmm. and when you meet with Sen, you know that you're going to walk away having learned something. Wow, deep words. Ooh, that's deep. Wow. Yeah, right off the top of the head. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Why are you holding cue cards right now? Okay. So, so yeah. So you uh, so you knew Daryl. Um, mm-hmm. Had you had you worked together at all, or how did you and Daryl um, get put together? Daryl uh, was actually a judge um, of a contest I was in a couple years ago, uh, one of my first board game design contests. Um, and he was one of four judges that played my game at this kind of live Shark Tank kind of competition. Oh, cool. um, and afterwards, uh, he you know went back and talked with the other judges and I found out later he was kind of one of like the voices for my game. Um, one of the people kind of hyping it and saying it was really cool and it was a unique experience and stuff. And, um, I ran into him at another convention and he recognized me and, you know, we kind of traded Facebook, you know, kind of things. Um, and we became official friends, which we know is the most important moment. Um, (laughs) <laughs> and uh yeah we've been kind of hanging out from from con to con since hanging out at um you know dice tower and gen con most recently and um he's been you know super helpful great advice and uh just a cool person to hang out with at these at these cons daryl has eyes like a hawk i mm-hmm. swear i yeah. i the first time i met daryl i hadn't ever met him in person we don't it's kind of the same thing where it's like i talked to him on facebook we were facebook friends we had talked about something and he calls me at Gen Con from like across the exhibit floor. John Cone. Around. Oh, that's yeah. that's Daryl. He yeah. recognized me, having never met me. He's he he knows faces, he's good with names, he remembers people. As especially, a hustler yeah. should be. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. right? The hustle's real. <laughs> Speaking of Gen Con, you um you just had a pretty exciting Gen Con, right, Eric? Yeah, this was uh this was a pretty good Gen Con as Gen Cons go. Um <laughs> I think I am closer to Nate's side of the spectrum where um, it's kind of kind of an obligation to go for me. I don't particularly enjoy it. Um, you know, I would much rather go to a 50 person proto spiel in the middle of, you know, Wisconsin than than go to Gen Con. Um, but this one was actually super fun. I got to demo um, for Jellybean. Um uh, their game show and tile. Um, they had me in the booth for the, uh, all four days. So I did five hours a day. So 20 hours of show and tile. And I would still right now play it. If nice. someone asked me right now to play it. So and that's, <laughs> uh, that's by Isaac and Matt who I, I dearly love, right? But both Isaac and Matt on that one. I don't know about Matt. I know Isaac. Who's the co-designer on that one, Eric? Do you know? Hmm, I don't know. Isaac. I know Isaac for sure. Yeah. yeah. Is Matt Loomis on that game as well? Well, in any case, I I was I had come by and I had play tested with Isaac earlier and and I'd had so much fun that I bought it, 
And then I came and I had, we had talked a little bit, Eric, about meeting mm -hmm. at some point. And then I come to find that you were, you were demoing show and tile, which was pretty much the only game I bought at Gen Con. <laughs> <laughs> I had already done it. And I was like, oh, I'd love to come and play it again. Um, but at that point, I was just a plant. Because I'd, yeah. I'd already bought the game. Yeah. I was already all in. Yeah, so I, I <laughs> You could always buy another copy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. that's true. That, that is with Matt Loomis. Uh, and they famously did, not famously because it's not getting enough attention, but they are the team behind Saikatsu, which was one of my greatest gets for IDW when I worked on their games division. It was also your greatest pun in our pun pong video. Saikatsu, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, so so you got to do a lot of demoing. That that must have been fun. Um, yeah. And then uh, you were obviously pitching as well. Yeah, so uh, you know, I, my one or two, uh, three meetings a day, uh, mostly in the morning, and um, you know, pitching different kinds of things, different kinds of people. I'm kind of starting to give a little bit of a name. Some people are you know know me through Daryl or um, uh, Erica or other people, and um, so you know. I'm, getting some of these meetings i have a, a another pun game that i'm showing around and a, a dice dragon fighting game um that i'm cool. kind of showing yeah. around and yeah. um uh this other drawing alien game uh actually that i've talked to you guys about uh, yeah. yeah so kind of showing that around and uh it's you know pitching is interesting because it's on one side like a business thing but mm -hmm. i also just enjoy meeting people who work for these companies because that, you know, they produce the things that I, I love, you know, it's like, you know, I don't know, getting to have Quentin Tarantino read a script that you wrote, you know, you hope that he likes it, but also it's cool just to meet Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. So are you somebody who enjoys the pitch process? Is, is that like something you get jazzed about? Oh yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, famously, never not been hired for a job I have interviewed for. Uh, yeah. I have gotten every job I've interviewed for. Um, and, uh, now I have been fired. That's <laughs> the caveat on the other end. Uh, I don't have a flawless record, Sure, but, um, I also, I'm a teacher full time. So I have to do a lot of kind of performance art for parents and, you know, uh, school boards and, and PTA, you know, pitches for why I need this grant or, um, different kinds of things. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's part performance, but also part, being excited about something you've created and, um, you know, just a good like rhetoric exercise, knowing exactly what words to pick, uh, to highlight why your game is cool. Um, I teach English, so it's kind of like all wrapped together. You know, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I should have said that verb instead of this verb, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have such a different perspective on pitching than I do. Yeah, <laughs> you John, have a much healthier outlook. John, John required a little, uh, baby bird out of the nest coaching for I, his pitching. I hate pitching. Yeah. I hate it. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Why? I'm not a salesman. I've no. never been a salesman. I'm the guy who's like, put me in the back room and I don't want to deal with people, but like, I'll write your stuff or I'll like, yeah. I'll file everything. Like just, I just, I don't know. It's as soon as I have to try to convince somebody of something that's like, buy this from me. It's like, I can't, I can't I yeah. like shut down. Yeah. <laughs> I just we, want to get through it. I just want it to be done. Yeah. I think uh, we, we've worked a lot on your pitching over the years and done both email and verbal uh, uh, consults. And, and I think, you know, John is now your Gen Con was people coming to you. So that was good. Yeah. Um, mostly cause I don't have to pitch now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Eric, was there anyone instrumental in kind of helping you along with this pitching process? Maybe. 
Um, yeah, like I said, Daryl and, and okay. Sin both have, have yeah. helped a whole lot. Um, I don't really have as much anxiety about kind of interpersonal things. I've done mm-hmm. a lot of things like teaching where I have to be talking to people all day, sure. um, you know, preteens who can smell fear. So I, uh, <laughs> you know, have that under my belt. But uh, also I like, did stand-up comedy and stuff. So Oh, that's right. Um, you did a set at yeah. Gen Con. A little bit, yeah. So talking one on one with somebody usually isn't isn't that bad. Nice. Um, I will say the the one part of it that I do find awkward, you know, just almost overwhelmingly for that split second that seems to drag on for five hours, is the transition from like, hey, how you doing, man? Like, how's your Gen Con? How you? Mm. And then into selling feels <laughs> very weird, like very grimy, you know, like. I don't know. It's just a weird transition. That's yeah. funny because it, being on the other side, getting pitched at Gen Con so much, I, I want you to make that transition as fast as possible because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so stacked on meetings. I'm like, uh-huh, I've already told 10 guys I'm fine and I'm in Indianapolis today. And yes, I agree. They have pork chops here. So just show me the guy <laughs> game. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, but I do think, you know, a little Daryl rubbed off on you because, you know, spoiler to what we'll get to later, but you pitched me four games maybe last week. And I feel like you said a, there's the twist at one of them, which is mm-hmm. a very, which is Daryl's, uh, that's his, his hot fire closer. That's when you know he's, he's getting ready to really sell you on a game. Is, <laughs> here's, now here's all the game. Here's everything you've seen. Now here's the twist. And that's when he jumps in the sale. I feel like that came out of your mouth at one point, yeah, uh, which is good. I think it's a great way to pitch. I think I, you know, I, I use a similar t- twist when I pitch and I say, now here's what's interesting. And I think those kind of key sentences make people lock onto what you're saying because mm-hmm. everything is normal. But when you tell someone, here's a twist, here's what's interesting. They can't, something in their brain is so reptilian that it just goes, Oh, I have to pay. I have to snap out and listen right now. So yeah. it's one of those little probably crappy hypnotist tricks or something. Um, pay attention to this. Anyway, uh, one of your pitches went really well. It was oh. at Gen Con, right? At Gen Con, yeah. According to a Facebook post I saw. Yeah. Can we talk about that. Yeah, I've got some 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 cool stuff. My my baby, uh, you know, my uh, I don't know, my number one, my the the one that I've spent I've played the most for sure, and um, you know, I'm just trying so much to get it out into the world. Uh, finally, got picked up uh, and signed um, by uh, the United States Playing Card Company. Actually, mm-hmm. um, Bicycle, Hoyle, uh, all those companies are a part of that bigger umbrella. But um, it's a a tattoo based drawing game uh where you're kind of all kind of drawing a tattoo for a customer who doesn't really know what they want they're kind of babbling you know oh i want this and this and this and this and this and it's your job to combine all of them together into one cohesive design so um i've been kind of showing this off for a year and uh played it at all these conventions and you know pitched it pitched it and been close several times with a bunch of companies and um so it's it's really exciting to to get the opportunity to to bring it to market. Uh, finally, it's, um, you know, like you were saying, uh, John is like wanting to be the king and you're wanting to make the money. This one for me, I have seen hundreds of people play this game and like cry until they laughed or, you know, I, at, uh, unpub, 
um, this last year. I pulled it out. Um, you know, I had my three hour block or, and I thought, you know, okay, I'll play this for like 30 minutes and then move on to my next prototype. And I pulled it out and five people sat down and we played and a crowd of people was watching over the side. And when those five people stood up, they were like, can we play? And then they sat down and then another crowd of people gathered. And three hours later, I had been playing that game for three hours <laughs> with different people who kept hot seating in and out. Um, so I just want, you know, King money. I want this out. So that as many people can have fun as possible is like where I'm at. Um, I just want people to be cracking up and laughing and stuff. Um, yeah, that's somewhat from the, from the, uh, standup, you know, yeah. roots. you yeah. don't always get paid for your gigs, um, or paid well. It's really like, yeah, I made them laugh. You know, I gave somebody a good time. So that's where I'm at. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and you know, we had, um, we had looked at it and we had done a print and play and we had a blast with it. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, we had signed a game that was that was a picture drawing game like that with that week. And it was like, ah, yeah, uh, you were like the third, yeah. <laughs> third yeah. person to do that. Like, oh, we just signed this other one. And, right. Yeah. yeah. It was just it was it was like one of those. Oh, man, if, if it had been like a week earlier. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I think that obviously, you know, we're, we're really excited U.S. Playing Card Company is a, is a huge, huge deal. That's a that's a really big, yeah, big success. I'm, that's a, I'm very that's a great exciting. And I actually think the industry should pay attention to the fact that Eric signed this game because right now, if you go to BGG, there's only seven games published by U, U.S. Playing Card Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what this is is a signal that another major is getting into the hobby. So um, understand what that means as a designer that you should probably, you know, look at what they signed. They signed a light party game. That's because they have shelf space at major retail. So if you're a designer right now in that light space, I would be cold calling U.S. playing card company. And with the understanding of, oh, wow, they're opening the doors. Here's another Hasbro. Here's another Mattel. They are that big. And this is only, from what we can see, they only have seven games. And so... You know, canasta, rummy, cribbage, like basic right, stuff. Right so now, we're looking at the years leap. published. And we're looking at like 1980 is yeah. like one of the yeah. most recent. 2007. Yeah. 2007 yeah, yeah. is their most recent other game. They have games that were published. All right, cribbage published 1930. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so, but it's. I mean, that, so so. Congratulations to you. And and I told you, you before you went to Gen Con. I said, you know, I think we're interested in no regrets. But if you sell it out there. I'm not going to be mad. I'm going to be happy for you because it just means, you know, you're growing your own name and, and I'm never mad when we lose out on a game. Um, but, it, you know, then we set that general call last week because I said, you know, I do just want to check in. I want to work with you because I, I like you and I trust that you're going to do other good things. And you showed us very good things. Yeah. So. Yeah. So so kind of moving into that, um, you showed us a, a really cool game. Um, about the the police sketch artists with um, with aliens, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Called, creature features, pe- called creature features. Yeah. That that I, you know immediately as soon as as I, I was looking at it and just yeah. getting the pitch of it, it's like oh yeah, oh, this is incredible. This right. is such a good idea. Yeah, and I, I think that night we both. So I told I, I got off the line with with you, Eric, and I, I mm-hmm. immediately got to talking to John. I said, Eric, just showed me four games that prove. Um, that this dude is is really like weird in touch. <laughs> well, the which is why you know you fit in with the crowd. But um, you know, I think the you know the first one that word game is really interesting. He you showed me that dragon game, which was outside of the realm of stuff I wanted, and then it was mm-hmm. like, God, well, dang it, it's so freaking interesting that 
you know, I, I, now I want, now I have to play that. So, um, and then we settled on this creature feature and both of us. So I, I went, I came to John very excitedly and was forwarding the print and plays you sent to me. And then we both went home and, and pitched our girlfriends and, and told them about this game. And immediately they're like, Oh, love yeah, it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> and, and when, when a game clicks in someone's head in two sentences, you're like, Oh, there's, there's something, um, that this is magic, just like with no regrets. Like there, there, mm. as soon as that concept was on the table, it's like, oh, well, yeah, that's a game. Yeah. So, and I think we've we've hit that here, uh, in in another way. So right, and you know, this is we've started out with pun pong, which was very low for our costs because we had mm-hmm. to have you know sort of be building up, and now we've got Council of Verona that has some art. Yep. Um, but for a game like Creature Feature, uh, you know, you need to have a lot of really good art because yeah. you got to have a lot of different kinds of these aliens. They have to mm-hmm. be very unique, distinct yeah. looking, so that what the artist is describing, what the person's describing who's seen the card, can be weird and cool and fun. Yep. Um, so that you know, that would be something that if if it's we an were investment. yeah, that that would be a real investment. Um, that being said. I think that we are very excited about this concept and and that's an investment that I think that we're just about ready to be able to take a plunge on. So uh, if if you, yeah, we're doing it first on our podcast. If you would be interested, we would love to partner with you um, and publish Creature Feature. Whoa. Well, that, this is a surprise. (laughs) Uh, Oh, come on, Eric. Act like you've been here before. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you guys talked about wanting uh, you know, to, to, to work with me and kind of the same thing. That's I, I met you guys and uh, Daryl introduced me. I was like, oh, these guys are super cool. And, you know, John, you're, you're doing like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff. And I was like, oh, it's sweet. Yeah. Um, you know, the pun stuff we bonded over. So um, <laughs> aside from the game being signed, I'm excited just to like work with you guys and hang out a little bit more. Definitely. <laughs> but I, definitely. I am excited about the game. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. we can obviously we'll, we'll send some contracts over. We can yeah. talk a little bit about timelines and things like that because it is a game that we really want to do right and we want to right. have a lot of art and a lot of yeah. really good art. Um, I think we're probably going to be starting work on it um, after we're finished with art on Verona. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll probably have – we have a, one or two games that are also kind of like pun pong level of less Low art stakes, but yeah. more design. Um, yeah. so, right. So those we can be kind of working on in the meantime while we're making sure that the art looks great and everything is coming along for this. And I really think that this can be one of our first big yeah, this uh, is games that... this will be our step up. I mean, we're willing to invest. You know, one of the things you told me when you demoed this to me was that it needs to be an experiential game for yes, yeah. um, the person who's going to see that card. Essentially, you know, a broad overview is uh, imagine a sketch artist talking to a witness. That witness is only they don't get to hold the card the entire time they're explaining to the artist. They only get to see it for a brief moment. And you were clear that you wanted that experience for the person seeing a card to be right. new. Um, and that's what makes it wonderful for everyone at the table. And so on that line, we're going to have to buy a lot of art and, yeah. and do it right. And so it will take us time. Uh, I don't want to rush this, but um, I, I'm willing to put the money in because I, I, I believe in it. I believe in you. And, and, and I think um, 
we want that experience to be to come through how you're visioning it. So oh, that's we'll, awesome. We'll um, you know we'll we'll talk some numbers offline because uh, you know we don't we don't need to do it all here. But but right. let's yeah. let's just say that I wanted to do the episode ever. Yeah, really. We wanted all the exciting stuff on yeah, the yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. We can do all the bureaucracy in the background. Yeah, we'll talk worldwide sub licensing rights on a on a future episode. <laughs> Eric can say what he negotiated for the Italian sub license. Uh, this I think this will be the first one that we actually try and go global locally yeah it's pretty like language global. independent yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, so most of our we'll games are hard. pretty word based yeah, like english yeah, yeah. wordy pun pong ain't getting an italian brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, uh, that might have been problem is that problematic can you still do a mario <laughs> i said il so that's oh. like the the i use oh, real okay. italian so it's oh. fine yeah that's it's okay yeah okay all right that's highbrow cool. racism <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, cool. All right, that was an awkward twist there. Let's just, hey, leave, let's just leave that hanging. People still love Mario's voice. They feel do. like they he do. hasn't changed. We haven't had that that Apu moment yet for Mario. Okay. <laughs> or the, uh, uh, I was start thinking about um, Speedy Gonzalez the other oh. day. Oh like, yeah. That's you know that scene. I don't know. I don't. Know. This is a this is gonna be a rabbit hole. Well, no, <laughs> it's interesting that you bring up Speedy Gonzalez because they actually um, the companies the the owners that I think it was it's. Nickelodeon or somebody who owns mm-hmm. the, the thing now. I don't remember who owns it, but they were trying to pull it because they were like, this is kind of racist. We don't. Oh, wow. Um, but then it turns out that um, a, a lot of, of Latinos were like, what do you mean? That's our representative. Oh, yeah, you that's pull our it. cartoon. Oh. That's, that's our that's, cartoon. That's our, yeah, now you're lowering our representation. Exactly. They, they felt that it was racist pulling Speedy Gonzalez because they were like, he's a celebration of a culture. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, so like, so it, yeah, it, it took the opposite turn of where where you thought it was going to go hmm. it's it, you know it's just an interesting different cultures look yeah. at things differently and yeah. hopefully the italians don't get too mad at my impression yeah, yeah, yeah. boycotted <laughs> there's a boycotted long way around of saying yeah. don't get mad at me <laughs> yeah perfect well no well i, I think uh, let's all let's all be happy because we've got another project we can announce it's yeah and, and uh cool. well i don't know we'll talk about the name we'll talk about a couple there's a couple of dev notes on this side but yeah um you know we're, we're excited to dig in with you like i said I, so is this yours would this be the second game you've signed or do you have other things signed uh, feel free to plug be... yourself here this will be the third uh signing i've had um and uh hopefully with some of these other gen con meetings something else maybe soon on the way i can i can announce um maybe if you guys have me back in a couple months yeah. uh, but uh yeah so this would be my third the uh, the cool thing about this one is it's kind of cyclical, cycling back to what we were talking about. Um, Daryl was uh, a judge in a contest. This was the, my contest entry. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, a feature feature. So he was one of the judges in the contest. And uh, he told me later, you know, like behind closed doors or whatever, he was like, this is really cool. Like, I, this is really unique. And, you know, it was really hyping the, you know, the experiential nature. He got it, you know, um, and you know, there are some other judges who were tied up and like, Oh, is this a game? And what's the strategy? You know, didn't quite get it. (laughs) Um, but yeah, the, the playing it in that shark tank, uh, experience was the one that the experience that really like kept me pitching it because kind of like no regrets. I had seen how people reacted. Um, like uh, there were four judges who were playing the sketch artists. Um, and, uh, but there was also an audience of people in the room, like 20 to 30 other people, just random con goers. And, um, someone there, I don't, 
know who actually had like note paper and <laughs> whiteboards just in their backpack and uh while i'm pitching and they're they're playing um i turned around and everybody in the room has paper and whiteboards <laughs> and they're they're listening to the witness and trying to you know scribble out their drawing of what alien looks like and um so when you know they're like looking over each other's shoulders like oh no 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 it's not like that it's like this and like oh, wow. uh so it was really cool um and you know exactly the kind of experience I was going for, which is oh man, yes, what that's, I try to design around. Man, that's wonderful, and you just gave me the best idea. That <laughs> this you may talk me into showing up at a convention. Whoa, oh, oh man, I, oh god! But they, <laughs> so they did mega welcome to this year at Gen Con. Mm-hmm. Which oh. is welcome, welcome to is that uh, it's a roll and write, but with cards. So I don't know, a draw and write, which sure. uh, that's weird, but it's kind of an unlimited player count situation. And so they had a full room of people play welcome to. Oh, that's cool. There's no reason we can't drop this and book a room and oh, yeah. do a full room of people playing creature. Well, not just, you know, feature, feature. also just outside of the exhibit hall at Gen Con along that wall, um, almost every night they bring out chairs in a circle and they do ultimate werewolf. Yep. So that could also be a really great space because this is something that I feel like is going to draw a lot of attention. It gets mm-hmm. a lot of eyes and people go, Ooh, what are all these people drawing over yeah, there? Yes, the convention. You know, for sure. it, it definitely yeah. is something that I think is going to draw a lot of eyes very quickly. Right. And it's one of those things where you're going to get it. Yeah. And you're going to get it in like five seconds. Be like, okay. oh, this is what this is. Cool. I'll go to Origins for it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you more enthused as you've said a sentence. I'll go to Origins. <laughs> yeah, to grit John, John's just looking at, at me. Yeah, but for, for you, Eric, I will, I will come to a convention just. <laughs> for this exact event uh that is a that, verbal contract yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah binding it's on verbal the is binding yeah yeah I'll, I'll do it and we will blow it out and uh and really mark it but that's the kind of stuff that I, I you know that's what excites me about this company and is that you know really getting behind a thing and really doing it big like this and so this will be the tent pole this will take us time so i you know yeah this art's gonna take time but we can even be playing a demo version at shows while we Absolutely. do other stuff so we'll, yeah. we'll we'll build it up right we'll do right by you so super exciting well I, i'm pumped and and i yeah me too man yeah well and now i have to go to a convention <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> I mean, a lot of the shine of this game it. wait yeah a lot of the shine of this game is going on. did we did we already offer him scratch everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh it's been great talking to you Eric. Yeah. <laughs> no I'm, I'm yeah i'm kidding i'm super excited and we're gonna you know we're gonna make this a really beautiful so if you're at home and thinking about this game you've already been sold because sketch art is the game duh but it, it's better than that he's got some interesting scoring stuff and um we're gonna make sure that it's like it, it, it's just the experience that yeah, well, that it's such a cool theme about. right he's trying to describe something that you've never seen before to yeah. somebody who also has never seen it yeah you know and you've only seen it for right? such a short amount of time how, how do you describe so the color blue to a blind person right it's like oh yeah that's John is now being ableist. So that's Italians and the blind. John Man, is insulted on this episode. Wow. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, Billy. <laughs> what am I going after next? People with webbed toes? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, jeez. No, I did it. I did it again. I put my web foot in my mouth. <laughs> Oh man! Oh boy! Oh. A lot of bleeps in this episode. I was talking about Spider Man. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but uh, but but yeah, that that moment. I I can't. And it'll be fun when like your 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 like your friend that panics under pressure, just like when someone's yes. giving clues code for code names and they just sh- 
that it's their most miserable, painful thing. And it's kind of <laughs> everyone else at the table has a good five minutes of watching them struggle to say like, and finally just go blue one. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. So it, it has that pain, but you can't even look back at the card. I mean, how great is that? And plus, you know, cause we play, we've been playing a lot of decrypto lately in our house. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, Delaney will not let me throw away our papers when we're done with the game. She's like, no, no, no. I'm going to look through these and I'm going to laugh. Nice. <laughs> so nice. I think that this is also one of those things where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, it, it, whether you're drawing it on paper or on, on a board, I don't know what it'll end up being. But right. either way, you know, this is something you can take pictures. You can yeah, store them. Yeah, social media and, monster. Right, exactly. You can post it online and be like, well, this is what I tried to do. I, I feel like it's like um, <laughs> that, that Netflix show Nailed It. Yeah, where yeah exactly. Where they're trying to cook it. But this is Nailed It in board game form. Yeah, perfect. So And, and, and as the end result, even if you didn't get too close to what the alien looked like. You still drew an alien. You still drew a cool little creature guy. So, yeah. right. you know. Right. You did something. You created something out of nothing, which is always cool. Yeah, it's always yeah. fun. Yeah, it's way better than, like, picturing having to draw Panama. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just like... It's a, a chair, guys. Yeah, like a dud word like that, where it's like you wait your whole turn. You've waited four cycles through, and then, like, it's an all-play chair <laughs> and the first person who can draw three horizontal lines went uh, yeah you gotta have a vertical in there somewhere two yeah. verticals and a horizontal yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah well well speaking of nailed it uh eric one one other thing we do on the show here is uh try to prove that we're human beings and not just game nerds uh yes. we're nerds about a lot of stuff so we, we try to tell people like one thing we've been into this week um uh, and it, it can be anything, a book, uh, a movie, a TV show. Uh, John is uh, the horror master of the show. Um, and typically we'll talk about movies that I will never see. Yeah. I am a, a, a one I, you know what's one I'll never see? What? The Meg. Oh, yeah. Too, too, uh, big, too big a shark for me. It's too, it's too big of a shark, huh? Too big. Too, too, big. too scared. Oh, uh, can't you know, do, can it. I do it. No, I got, I've, uh, I'm a scuba diver, man. And, uh, I, I, I have panic attacks when I scuba dive all the time, so I burn my airway faster than anyone. Mm. And a big old mm. can't too scared. Too, too scared. Gonna, she's not going to see it. All right. Yeah, no, no, I don't want occupational hazard. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch uh, outer space movies. Scared of outer space. Scared. Scared of the water. Because <laughs> of your part time astronaut job. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 I'm a. I'm a astronaut diver as well, guys. Uh, sure. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I, I, this is me telling you guys that I'm on the space force. Oh dear. Uh, oh dear. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. This is no. No. Scared out. Couldn't watch Gravity. Couldn't do it. No way. No. no. Martian. Oh man. Hard pass. Oh, so good. You couldn't watch The Martian. No. It's on Martian. fantastic. No. Not gonna do it. Uh, scared at all. So, uh, so anyway, you know what I'm not scared of? What? Cooking on high. Oh yeah. It's uh, it's a terrible Netflix show. It is terrible. Uh, it's truly bad. Yeah. So the and the reason I've I've and uh, the reason I'm gonna recommend it is uh, a couple of things. I'll get there, but. Uh, it's not for its quality because it's really bad. Yeah. But um, it's a good. It, so cooking on high. The concept is uh, they bring in two chefs, like a chopped or whatever. But there's a secret ingredient. If you haven't guessed it by now, it's <laughs> it's weed. It's so weird. they use cannabis uh, butter or oil in their in their cooking, and then they have uh, two judges that eat the food and then re- you know review it. Now. Why I got into this is because I am currently researching how to pitch pilots and how to put together TV shows. A couple oh. of concepts that I'm working on right now, and I'm trying to see how to do concept tests for as cheap as possible. 
And cooking on high is a beautiful demonstration on that. It's the cheapest thing I've ever seen. It's so <laughs> cheap. YouTube channels spend more on their content than yeah. cooking on high did. It ha it's a one location shot. Um, it's the judges rotate in. You can tell that they told the judge, bring three shirts. You're going to judge three judges today or judge three cooks today. The cooks recycle. It's not always two new chefs. So all of that's terrible. This could be with a good budget. This could be a great show because what I would do is what they try to say on the show is they do a, a little THC timeout to see how the, the cannabis affects, <laughs> affects the judges. And it's obvious that the judges are already stoned out of their gourd sure. and then because they've been eating all day. Uh, and then the, the, sh the episodes are most definitely aired out of order. Oh, because dear. they reveal a chef in episode two as a two-time winner of Cooking on High. <laughs> oh, the, you can't do that. No, it's, Come it's on, all, guys. No, so it's all terrible. Uh, <laughs> now, now, I recommend it for a couple. Of, so let me talk about the positives of the show. Uh, because I'm like crapping on my pick and that's silly. Um, I think it's good. I love their weed expert, Ungano. Uh, he is a very charismatic guy who must have TV experience. The rest okay. of these are like, the judges are like SoundCloud rappers or indie uh, stand-up comedians. The host is a YouTube personality, uh, and so he has that hyper energy and way of talking that's um, not conducive to my sensibilities as an old. Um, <laughs> but he, you know, he he does his thing, um, and then but I like Ungano. He he's very good about explaining the weed and then also interacting with the chefs as they cook, which no one does. And he uh, seems to have chef knowledge as well because he'll be like, oh, you're using this technique to whatever. Whereas the host knows nothing. None, no one else knows anything. And um, so I like him. And then they do weed pop-up facts. Uh, so through this show, like pop-up video on VH1, again, those. I'm an old, mm -hmm. um, that one fact I learned was if you're too high, eat some lemon. Oh. Yeah. Really? Um, the lemon turpines interact with the turpines, bring down your high. Interesting. So if, mm. if some of us have a low edible tolerance, uh, then now we can be less scared if we just pack a few lemons. Interesting. So, so I'm learning. So I like that. And then again, for the, mostly as a research thing, but um, it's worth checking out. And the, another great thing, and this may be where content is going, because comedians in cars getting coffee does this too. It's only 15 minutes or 20. Right. Mm -hmm. these, these shows are they're 15 minute episodes. So um, take that awesome recommendation as my pick for the week. All right, and uh, maybe oh, cool. you know maybe this will also be something you've, you you uh, that that, ins that gets my my stupid TV shows on the air. So sure, you know. Well, uh, uh, for for my thing, it is a less mm -hmm. stupid TV show, but okay. still a TV okay. show, still on Netflix. Okay, uh, I've, I've been watching The Sinner. Uh, never, oh, never heard. Oh, of Eric, on my you, list. Yeah, oh, it's, okay. You haven't seen it yet? No, I have not. Uh, well, let me just say it's. Fantastic. So I don't want to give too many spoilers, um, but I kind of need to s at least set up the the basic plot of it, which you learn this from the commercials. Like I'm not telling you anything that if you have if you've watched the trailer sure. or a commercial, you you already know this. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, so Jessica Biel, and it's Jessica Biel and Bill Sold. Pullman are, are the two in this. <laughs> Jessica Biel is married to this dude, and like they have a life. They're they're happy. They have a little kid, and on the beach there's this guy that's playing this song. And all of a sudden, like the song, she like gets triggered um, and grabs a knife and murders him and has what? no idea why. Wow. She's like, I don't know. I heard this song and like something happened what? and I just had to kill him. And she's like super remorseful. She's like, I don't know who he was. I don't know what this was about. But obviously there's something weird in me that I don't understand or I don't remember that Whoa. happened. And when I heard this song, I just like had to murder this guy. And Bill Pullman is the detective, and she's like, look, I'm guilty. Like, put me in jail for life. Like, whatever. And Bill Pullman's like, well, hang on. 
<laughs> there's got to be something here. Um, and that's and that is the story. It's got big twists, big turns. It's like ten episodes, I think, um, okay. on Netflix. The whole first season, I believe, it's an anthology series. So okay, so it'll be a different you, situation. Yeah, you get so the this whole is story. Like you, 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 have you finished it? I finished the first season because okay. the second season started and oh, okay. I was like, ooh, are they giving me spoilers? And I was like, I don't even know these characters. So it's like, oh, oh. It's American Horror Story. Got it. Got it. So they, they resolve the, they resolve the and whole And the first mystery. season, it resolves the mystery. Everything. I mean, if, Everything I'm not going to be J.J. Abrams. No, you're not going to be upset oh, at the gosh. end of it. I like, and I'm a lost apologist. So. <laughs> was it the journey cool though? Like, we're... <laughs> no, hey, I'm, an, I'm a lost apologist too. Yeah, so I, 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 I like on the journey. I, I like it. Yeah, But yeah, you, you'll you'll enjoy the show. It's one that you're gonna wanna binge because yeah. it's okay. just it just keeps going. But the thing I've been doing is is that the song I actually already knew the song. Um, it's from a, a band called Big Black Delta. Um, but but the song is great. It's kind of like an '80s synthy, okay. right? which which yeah, if yeah. you know me, I'm I'm a nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Some outrun. Yes, yes, I love outrun. Um, so the song I already kind of knew it, and I was like, all right. I, so now it's been stuck in my head, and it's like it's a trigger song. It's like clearly in this show it's it's triggered something so what i've been doing is whenever playing um, it while delaney sleeps i play it with, <laughs> with delaney and i'll put it because we have the echo at our house the amazon uh-huh. echo and so you can do it without having to talk you can do it on your phone if you're uh, connected that's funny. so i'll have it connected and i'll be like hey so what do you want to do tonight you want to go to the beach and it's like and the song is like very kind of aggressive yeah. too okay um, so we know why you'll be murdered yeah <laughs> you, are, you are you are inciting this is clearing delaney of all charges because we are now recording the fact that you are inciting this against yourself look if delaney ever bit. leaves me it's because i did this too much <laughs> I'll, I'll be i'll be straight with you i'm having too much fun uh-huh just just being a real asshole. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, but, but, but it's fine. It's she job. watched it too. She loved the show. Yeah, it's a good it's, bit. It's all good times. It's, it's good, good times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I'm, I'm sold on that. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I, I recommend watching The Sinner uh, over Cooking on High. <laughs> and I've seen Cooking on High. I've not seen this, but uh, I recommend just, just watch The Sinner. I changed my pick to The Sinner. Sure. <laughs> How about you, Eric? Uh, is there anything that you've been into lately? Oh, man. Um... So I'm like rewatching The Office, you know, awesome. so that's, you know, it, once a year, twice a year, whatever. Uh, so that's obviously awesome. Um, I'm watching Sharp Objects on HBO. That's pretty cool. Um, good character study. Um, that's kind of hard to talk about without giving away the neat things about it, I guess. Yeah, uh, since it's, it's so character driven, mm-hmm. if I say mm-hmm. any cool character moment, it gives away the whole, you know, point. So right. um, I don't know, when you were talking about things that you know, just cool media that you've seen recently. The first thing that popped in my head, um, was this movie called upgrade. Oh, I've been trying to get you to watch this one. That's Nate. Right. Oh, tell us, tell dude. us about upgrade. I, I, upgrade. Help, help sell Nate on this yeah. movie. All right. So once in a generation, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so every once in a while, there's a movie that like I will go see because it's like, ah, okay. That looks pretty cool. Or, you know, it's like, friday night and you're just hanging out with your buddies and it becomes my favorite movie for that year or in the top five this happened with dread this Mm. happened with the raid this happened you know like every once in a while i'm just like oh yeah i'll take a chance and it blows me away because it's so something about it's so cool and inventive and so this movie is about a guy who's uh just like a normal dude mechanic guy and he gets um into this like catastrophic accident and uh 
wakes up and they've implanted a kind of a, an AI um, into his body uh, to allow him to walk again. Um, and, you know, standard movie trope, obviously something's going to go wrong in this scenario. Um, but it's the way that that situation evolves. That's so cool. Um, and also the acting of this guy, the way that he plays not being in control of his own body or of his own thoughts is astounding. You know, like, uh, I, I don't, it's hard to explain, you know, like he gets into uh, like a fight or kind of early on in the movie with the AI and, uh, the AI is like, Oh, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. And the AI is like throwing punches for him and kicks and stuff. And it looks like what it would look like if you had no control of your body, but something was making you fight like a badass. Um, <laughs> uh, his facial expression does not match his, his body movements. Um, and, uh, I don't know, just everything about it, the, the really cool creative camera work, um, and, uh, just the, the story, but mainly the way that, uh, the physicality of this actor, uh, I wish I knew his name, but Logan you know, Marshall green, Logan Marshall. Oh, from, um, John didn't even uh, you can also call him not Tom Hardy. That's what I want to call him. That's what I call Yeah, that's what it looked like. I, I from did Prometheus, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. So, but funnily enough, I don't know, John, have you seen the newest, uh, Venom trailer? Yeah. Yeah, I have. <laughs> it was, actually has Tom Hardy in it right. and makes it seem like the exact same movie as Upgrade almost. It really does. Especially the part in his apartment where he's like, guys, guys, you don't want to fight me right now. And yeah. It's like, oh boy, this is directly stolen from Upgrade. Hilarious. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't know. Gut feeling, hot take is like, Upgrade's going to be better <laughs> than Venom. Yeah. But um, yeah, Nate, you should check it out. It's a, it's a fun watch, but not in like not entirely dumb fun because there's there's enough shots and just cool fight scenes or things that happen that will be seared in your brain because of how cool they were like uh i don't know just some neat stuff yeah. like for example um uh donnie darko yeah i assume you've seen so the um mad world them getting out of the back of the bus the mm-hmm. school bus you know exactly what that looks like Right. That image of the camera, tw- 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 you know, tilting and twirling as Donnie Darko jumps out of the back of the school bus, Mad World's playing. That's in my brain, you know, um, and I can call up a couple images from Upgrade that will be in my brain forever because <laughs> cool. they just of the way that they were shot. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Just yeah. cool action movie. Um, way better than it had any right to be. Nice. Yeah, agreed. Uh, nice. Well, and it was also it was written and maybe I think directed also by Lee Winnell, who wrote Saw, uh, oh, Insidious, nice. The Conjuring, oh, wow. Cooties. Okay. So you know, this is the, yeah, this is his first foray into science fiction and, and stepping out of horror, and he just nailed it. I mean, yeah, absolutely cool. crushed it. That's cool. I didn't know that makes a lot more sense because those those movies have really wow. Really cool um, camera placement, especially like The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Uh, some really cool shots. The same thing, I can remember images from The Conjuring that were really effective. Yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah, that's that's cool. Uh, a cool connection. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I feel like he's he's always kind of like just teetering from being like a big name. Like a, and then you realize like, oh, he's been behind so many things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Man low, making that cash. Good yeah, absolutely. Him. Yeah, right on. So not yeah, on, not on I, Netflix now. I don't think, but no, uh, whenever no. it hits Redbox or whatever, definitely check it out. Super <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just, I just wrote a script 
beat sheet completely though. It's completely around thinking of the worst place you could run into your ex-girlfriend. Uh-huh. It's at a red box that, that you're, <laughs> it's, 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 she's so the, so the movie starts with her and her new, uh, love walking out of the Seven Eleven, and then the, the our protagonist is in his sweats at the Red Box, running like <laughs> the babysitter. I mean, and then there's there's his ex with her Latin lover and his old dog. I mean, I feel like you just set up the beginning of the next season of Cobra Kai. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Zapka is on line one for this role for sure. Uh, that's actually a good point. So when you see that, yeah, that's a that's that's a good one, but. It, all right. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, it's been a it's been a just a roller coaster of a podcast. Yeah, podcast. A lot has happened. Yeah, yeah, right. We've had we've had a good talk. Um, yeah, I think that's all we got for today. We're we're about the time when we usually mm-hmm. close things out. Uh, Eric, was there anything else that you wanted to plug uh, before we go off? Uh, um, not for me personally. Um, uh, but uh, a friend of mine, Ben Moy, uh, who is also a really cool uh, designer. Um, and, uh, a friend of mine who's kind of, we're kind of coming up at the same time and on the same, same path. Um, he is, has a YouTube, uh, channel kind of sub channel of the game crafter, um, uh, called the board game blueprint. And mm-hmm. he's doing some really cool content over there, kind of, uh, doing different videos about game design and going to conventions and, and, uh, prototyping and all that kind of stuff. But, um, I actually, uh, designed the logo for that, uh, uh, and so the last video they posted was kind of my design process of the logo and kind of a, nice. a graphic design um, design blog, I guess, uh, or vlog uh, versus a board game one. So um, that's cool. Um, yeah. My my buddies Greg and Stephanie have a really cool podcast uh, called Hooked on Geek. That's really good. Um, yeah, I don't know. So nothing for me, but I know a lot of cool people Look doing cool you. stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, plugging friends to our dozens of fans hi mom um hooked on geek i'm writing it down so yeah yeah well and we'll yeah, post this in good. the show notes too so that yeah. it's, it gets some extra yeah, yeah. eyes too well, oh cool. cool all right all right great well yeah, coming uh, uh yeah. you know 2025 uh creature features is gonna mm-hmm. be really cool mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully sooner than that <laughs> hopefully uh, yeah all yeah. right cool well uh as always don't shop at mattress firm back amanda palmer on patreon all right that's it that's it 